Hi, this is Geeta Nandikotkur, Managing Editor for Asia and Middle East with Information Security Media Group. I caught up with Nikhil V. Bagalkotkar, Pre-Sales Head Virtualization at Citrix, to discuss how the digital shift instigated by cloud among today's mobile workforce is exposing corporate networks to more complex cybersecurity issues. Nikhil discusses the challenge faced by the information security practitioners in reducing the business risk and enhancing productivity and also recommends essential steps to manage enterprise mobility risk on cloud. Thanks, Nikhil, for joining the conversation. Thanks, Geeta. Nikhil, what do you think are the biggest challenges enterprises are grappling with today when it comes to managing risk on cloud, especially in providing access to applications data on cloud? Cloud represents a new frontier when it comes to essentially placing data, accessing apps, and it disrupts the traditional way of looking at how the applications were intended and how data was accessed by the user. The interesting thing that happens as soon as you start moving towards the cloud is that all the control, all the security parameters that you've deployed inside your data center, inside your office, inside your you know office locations, they cease to exist because data and applications move away from your current location to a location which is undisclosed. The cloud could be anywhere. So your data and applications could reside anywhere in the world and could be accessed anywhere in the world. And the, the typical risk that comes associated with moving in this direction is how do we ensure that the security measures that we have in place within the organization, the security parameters, the policies that we've taken years and years to develop and deploy across our organization, how do we extend that to the cloud? And that's one of the areas where you know enterprises are still grappling with adoption of cloud. Most organizations are worried about what happens to my data once I place it on the cloud. Will others be able to see it, access it? What happens if the cloud itself is compromised? So all of these security related questions come to fore whenever you start talking about big enterprises, cloud, and critical data. And this is being made even more difficult by some of the larger regulators. If you look at how GDPR is coming into effect or some of the regulatory norms by countries like South Korea around content isolation, it's putting even more doubts with respect to security. As you rightly said, so many regulations, the GDPR coming into focus. And so do you think, is there a corporate governance through a strong information security, which is critical to protect these uh, data or digital identities on cloud? Corporate governance is really important when it comes to moving to the cloud and especially with large enterprises that have data and applications being spread over something known as a cloud sprawl. So no longer do organizations just restrict themselves to a single cloud. You have multiple clouds, each serving a specific purpose. So there could be a cloud which is dedicated towards claims processing. There could be another cloud that's dedicated towards CR there could be again another cloud that does your ERP and other applications. NetNet, what happens is as an organization chooses to move towards a cloud, they more often than not realize that it's not just one cloud that they subscribe to, but it is a combination of multiple clouds, each with their own capabilities and gaps. The security angle of this plays an even bigger role when you start considering how do you ensure that the security perimeter or the security posture that the organization has is consistent irrespective of where the application comes from, on-premise, cloud, data center, could be hosted, could be anywhere. But the crucial part of it is ensuring that the secure perimeter or the security posture of the organization remains consistent across all the applications and across all of the data. And that's where a strong corporate government 
governance around information security comes into play. And going forward, we are going to see that a lot of organizations are going to play a lot more emphasis and put a lot more focus on information security and corporate governance around, around that. Because as soon as data bursts beyond the data center, the security of it has to be imposed in line with what the organization's security posture is. And that's where uh, most organizations are really, really putting in strong policies. This would also mean that there would be increased risk also, right? And now the challenge challenges that CISOs are grappling with to manage this risk. So what kind of risk management methods do you think would be adopted by these enterprises in protecting their apps and data from being compromised in a cloud environment? Very nice question. What we're seeing risks per se are changing on a day-to-day basis. The sheer number of attacks that enterprise, large enterprises are facing on daily or weekly basis are going up exponentially. A few years back, attacks would happen once a month, probably once a quarter, once in six months. Now, attacks are the de facto norm. You look at what happened with Paytia, what happened with WannaCry, there are a whole host of them. But essentially, what organizations are realizing is risks and security loopholes are a given. And what organizations are really working towards is working towards something known as an alternate paradigm of security. This alternate paradigm of security does not try to fight the attacks, but assumes that an attack is going to go through and then works around preventing the exposure when an attack goes through. So this one of the core technologies around this alternate security paradigm has been network separation and network isolation. At a very basic level, what it says is if you have an application or a user talking to the internet, that application or user cannot talk to your intranet or your corporate applications. It's easier said than done, right? Because I can easily say that you need to separate these two things. But when I actually go to implement something of this sort, there's a whole lot of complexity that comes into the environment. Do I give everybody two PCs, one connecting to the internet, one connecting to the intranet? How do I handle applications like emails, which even though they sit inside my data center, they still talk over the internet to exchange emails. And all of these technologies together, you know, building a solution wherein we can deliver capabilities around network separation, network isolation. And the idea has always been that this is an alternate approach to security. We are going to assume that some of the attacks will get through because they are day zero attacks and nobody's seen them before. But when they do get through, we will ensure that the exposure of the organization is minimal. I wouldn't say zero, but minimal if the attacks go through. And that means that you do segmentation, you do network separation, you do network isolation, air gap networks, the whole lot. And that's something that the industry is heading towards in terms of looking at an alternate paradigm of security, which can help them manage the risks much better. The principle behind security is always around that you're going to assume that one or two layers will get breached. But what you need to do is you need to isolate, containerize, and provide hard walls between these separate containers in such a way that even if one container is compromised, the spread of the breach is limited. This is something that, again, network isolation, network separation, application virtualization, application acceleration, multiple technologies are playing a big role in this space. You've heard of advanced threat protection, web application firewalls. So all of these are mechanisms in which this layered security framework can be built. And organizations, uh, as of today, really are embracing this to the fullest. And going forward, we see these not being as optional components to the security landscape, but being the basis on which the security landscape of enterprises is developed and uh, created. Yes, given these complexities against this backdrop of the various segmentation layered security approach, what kind of security architectures and technologies are evolving? What we're seeing 
right now is we are probably in the most interesting times when it comes to security technologies. We're seeing a lot of development, a lot of new startups, a lot of new established players in the technology field venturing into cloud security and essentially enabling organizations to extend their security parameter beyond their corporate offices and data centers. This is given to rise this has given rise to something known as secure digital perimeter for organizations. And this is also being fueled to a large extent by analytics, AI, big data, the whole lot. There are technologies today where they can monitor the security posture of a user in real time based on all the activities that a user is doing. They can monitor what IP the user is coming from, what are the websites the user accessed before they landed on their corporate website. They can take a call on the number of perimeters that the user has come from from the network segment, the security of the network, the whole lot. So you can analyze all of this data in real time. And while the user is connecting you, the organization can essentially take a call on, you know, what is the security posture? Should we allow him inside or do we just block them out? And all of these next generation security technologies are pushing the entire complex of security or rather the entire security landscape forward. So I guess this, what could be the new authentication methods? Are there any new ones that are in- merging to secure this data on cloud? Absolutely. And could you brought this up? Because the days of authenticating just the user are gone. People have realized that more often than not, the troublemaker is not the user, but the device or the platform from which the user is accessing these applications. In fact, in quite a few scenarios, like you would have seen in case of WannaCry and Patia, the system that is generating the malicious content is the user is not even aware of the intent and what the system is doing. So it is invisible to the user of sorts. And with that in mind, what the world is moving towards is moving to a multi-factor authentication model where you no longer authenticate just the user. We authenticate his security posture, what he has been doing so far. We authenticate the device from which he's connecting. And we take into account all the thousands and thousands of factors that a user is associated with before we make a decision on whether to bring a user in or not. So even though the user might actually be a valid user with the right username and password, you may choose to not allow him inside because his IP is let's say from North Korea and you wouldn't expect one of your users to be operating from that country. All of these aspects are evolving the space of data security and authentication again adds another layer. We can't, we can no longer just rely on standard username, passwords or even your OTPs because guess what? Recently we've seen OTPs also being hijacked midway. So we're looking at a multi, multi-faceted security model where you don't just authenticate the user based on username and password you look at what he's been doing, you look at his security posture of the device, you look at multiple factors like the security posture of the network from which he's connecting and then take a call. And this new form or new mechanism or new way to authenticate users is what's essentially going to protect and secure data on the cloud. Nikhil, from your experience, you have been talking to a lot of customers day in and day out. So how do you think they are following the same kind of steps that you discussed in terms of authenticating or in terms of layered security approaches or where are the gaps? So right now, as we speak from a country specific stand, what we've seen is people are still struggling to break the standard way of looking at security. They're finding it difficult to adapt to 
this concept that security has to be layered intrusion is a given and you need to start building layers you need to start looking beyond just regular user authentication you need to look at multifaceted authentication and that's some of these areas where people are still getting their thoughts around this and trying to see the viability of bringing such a solution in their environment which has a mix of of course cloud based environments and legacy applications so that's where enterprises are they're still while they are still having the old security framework in place the jump to the new security layered model is not going to be easy because it requires a completely different thought process a completely different view to how security is supposed to function within the organization some customers get it we've seen that cloud first companies have been really cloud first companies companies who are just starting up in the security space they are they've been able to appreciate this they've gone ahead and taken some robust measures to build these multi layer security models but some of the older brick and mortar companies or you would say some of the you know some of the companies which are really really old and they've tended to not evolve as much and embrace the cloud as fast as most others have they still continue to struggle with these new security models and again security is cloud is just one part of it security is is a given in today's world wherein uh, almost every organization has to plan security as the primary initiative and everything else is an add on right so security becomes crucial because if you lose data not only do organizations lose on their credibility and trust but we've seen multiple organizations even having more severe impacts because of these security breaches how do you think enterprises should manage third party risk as users apply least resistance to share their data among themselves and third parties this is again a new trend that's emerging as we see the new generation of workforce joining our company this new generation is essentially a internet or digital generation as we call it right they were born when internet was in it they think that everything is available at a fingertip things should just work at the same time everything should be integrated with everything so when you tell them that the corporate crm application is on your phone guess what they will try to find a way to integrate that with their dropbox or with their social media feeds or with some of the content there it is the need to have an hyper integrated environment is not going to go and more and more of these new generation people who are joining the workforce they will push the security frameworks that organizations have even further because the apps are becoming hyper integrated the environments are getting highly dispersed across clouds and that's where coming in with a solution that's going to secure applications irrespective of the device that you're using and essentially think of it like an invisible sandbox around the application building something of that sort is really going to define how organizations are going to be able to secure their applications while at the same time provide these next generation workforce people the capabilities to interact with the organization's apps and data. so thank you very much nikhil for sharing your thoughts on the essential steps to manage enterprise risks on cloud thank you geeta thank you this is geeta nandikotkur from isng